Welcome back. Uh, what's up? Not much, man. We're going to get into uh, a lot of topics. The biggest one's probably going to be the Batman. We're going to touch we're going to touch on the Batman. We'll do a little bit of the Batman on the front end. Got it. Okay. And then when we get to the end, we're going to pause, allow people to tune out, and then we'll get into some of like the spoiler stuff. Spoiler content. Yeah, so, so we'll you want like your our you want to talk like our reaction to it and then Yeah, we'll do reactions on the front end just to kind of kick off with that cuz obviously it's the biggest thing and then we'll we'll circle back. We'll circle back. All right. Um, I, I can't contain myself. All right. So I'll, <laughs> I'll start. I'll get some initial reactions. Let's just go with um, very simple yes or no. Did you like it? Yes. Okay. Did you? Yes. Okay. I did. Good. Uh, where do you place Robert Pattinson in the hierarchy of Batmans? Hmm. <sighs> I think he gave an awesome portrayal of a young, inexperienced, socially broken, but trying to find, I won't say a moral compass, but trying to find a affinity within himself of what exactly he is as Bruce Wayne and and Batman. So So, he's like not your, not your favorite, but you enjoyed him. I, oh yeah. I, I, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed him. And I think it's a great starting point for the character. Yeah. And I think as a, as a character study, I think that's how they went into it Mm -hmm. rather than when an actor goes into a role, they are, okay, this is the character, this is the role, this is what my ideology of them is, and this is what it's going to be, their their arc, redemption, or what have you, through the entire movie, and then boom, it's over, right? With this particular Bruce Wayne slash Batman, I think they had a great idea of what they wanted. Like we want this to be a starting point. We don't want this. We don't want to walk away from this as he is completely who he is. And after this, yeah. So I'm. I'm. It got me more excited for the sequel, or to see where it goes. All right. Totally. Total inverse of my reaction to Dune. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's do. Villains, uh, yes or no, you liked the portrayal of the villains included in the film? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I think, I, I, we can go to it a little later, but yes, I think, um, I think the grounding and the reimagining of supervillains in a more realistic world is great. Yeah. Right? My only, and I'll talk about this a little later. Actually, I'll save that part. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I'll let you go. When we get into spoilers, I'll talk a little more about it. I'm so-so on the villains. How'd you feel about the runtime? 
that shit was brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Very brutal. Yeah. I I think I had to go to the bathroom like two hours and like twenty minutes in. And Tough just, to get through it. And I just was like, I just, I'm just gonna have to hold it. Yeah. And I did Google beforehand if there were like any after credits. Yes. So I, I made well. it the entire time, ran to the bathroom, and then came back for the post credit scene or okay. you know cut scene or whatever. It yeah. Was. But it uh, it's brutal. It should have been. It, it it they could have trimmed it. They could have trimmed it down. Certainly like could have trimmed it. Yeah. Certainly could have trimmed it. Few scenes weren't needed. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right. Um, I think that kind of wraps up my uh, quick interview round for the Batman. You wanted you were interviewing me about the Batman? <laughs> kind of. Okay. I was just kind of getting your <laughs> your initial thoughts. I think right. it's tough to talk about it without getting into much. I feel like that could potentially ruin it. So I was just trying to get some hot takes. Gotcha, on, gotcha. Hot gotcha. takes on the front end. Right, right, right. Uh, with you know where you are at. Um, my final question on it would be. Your overall satisfaction, so on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being like it met every hope and desire I ever had for the film, uh, and 1 being it was a complete miss. Uh, obviously, a lot of hype. I feel like any reimagining of the Batman always gets that. Right. And uh, it's it's been a long time coming with COVID and all of that. I feel like it was in, yeah. it was in production for quite some time. Well, very long time. And yeah. all that. So you... Uh, Went and saw it as soon as you could. How do you feel, again, on a number scale? Where would you put it? Strong seven and a half. Strong seven and a half. Yeah. All right. Where would you have placed Christopher Nolan's series as a whole? I know that it's not fair The series compare. as a whole? Yeah, as a whole. I give down. Nolan's entire Dark Knight trilogy a nice... I, it's, I give it a, a, a strong nine. Okay. That just helps me know where we're okay. at. It's good. Okay. Cool. I mean, by far my favorite Batman uh, iteration is is the Nolan trilogy. So yeah, it's tough to. Uh, it aged well. That. I'll say that. Yeah, it did. All right. Well, uh, on to other news. Avatar two. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, confirmed this week that it will in fact come out this year. It has been delayed. It originally was supposed to come out, I think, in two thousand and fourteen. This shit came out like 20 years ago, right? I know. It's been forever. I don't even remember. What it's happened. been forever. But yeah, it was, uh, interestingly enough, another three-hour movie. That was actually three hours plus. I think it was like 320. Um, but that was, the sequel, I think, was like really supposed to come out like a couple of years after the yeah. first one. And then it got like infinitely delayed. And so now it's coming out 2022. Uh, and then there will be an Avatar film, I think, every year from here on out. I don't need uh, it. For... I think there's going to be a total of five, including the first one, I want to say. Brother. Seems like a lot of <laughs> They've really uh, banked on that series. Gosh, can you imagine? I just feel like he's been working on those movies forever and ever and ever and ever. There has to be so much money just invested in it at this point. It's hard to imagine. What was the holdup? Well, that's a great question. Uh, with a lot of James Cameron films in the past, he has come up with concepts uh, that challenge the limitations of uh, production ability, yeah. if you will. So, like for the first Avatar, 
the things that he wanted to make happen, a lot of the equipment and technology did not exist. So they actually had to create a lot of things in order to accomplish what he was trying to. It's a very futurist uh, viewpoint. Yeah, he's a creative standpoint. He has. He's kind of known for doing that. I mean, he has a you know a, obviously a catalog that speaks for itself. But, oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I just I thought that was an interesting headline. Uh, again, I, if it feels like we'll never see an Avatar sequel, but they must be out there. He's obviously. I mean, he posts pictures of them every once in a while. Yeah, so it's it's he's in a, the works. He's another him, Scorsese, those guys like the big producers and directors outside of the superhero genre. They're like fed up with the the Marvel landscape. So. Yeah, <laughs> we talked. Marvel about that is like year. insanely good at just cranking movies just out. Crank it like, out. like it's it's a beast. They really do produce films at like a pretty consistent rate, uh, quality wise yeah. and timeline wise. Like they're just they're really good at that. Obviously, James Cameron, not you know he struggles. I feel like a lot of the, uh, like really highly regarded filmmakers, struggle with that. Yeah. Uh, Christopher yeah. Nolan is probably the only one who's who can like kind of keep it pumping consistently. Like every few years, like you get a movie out of him. But like David Fincher has been kind of, he's not really made movies in a while. I mean, he had um, that one recently on Netflix or what was it called Mink or something like that. Mink? It was black and white. Um, Did not see it. it yeah, it, I think it pulled a couple of awards, but like it wasn't, it wasn't in theaters. Uh, I mean, maybe there was like a limited release, but he's been doing like TV shows and all that for a while. Um, anyway, uh, speaking of other big filmmakers and movies that are uh, in production or coming, well, coming or soon, uh, Indiana Jones five wrapped production uh, this week as well. Is this is this Harrison coming back or is this like the the young Indiana? I don't Indiana? think he left. He's still in it. Yeah, because oh, he's, he's in four. He's, oh, he's in, in it. Okay, yeah. then I'm on board. Yeah. So I'm always, I, always, I'm a big Harrison Ford guy. But are we ready? Like, I feel like at this stage in the game, it's he's getting him. a little geriatric. Yeah. Like, I oh, do yeah, like him. Yeah, yeah. I really do. It kind of gets to the point, though, where you almost feel like you don't want to remember him that way, if that makes sense. Like, I uh, want to remember Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones as like, a, the, the stud. Yeah, young yeah. guy that's like making it happen. Yeah. Not that like, Again, like, I mean, Daniel Craig, you know, did, did well in Bond and all that. But I think, I feel like Harrison Ford's getting up there in age. I can't, I'm not exactly sure how old he is, but. Yeah, we last saw him in what, uh, he had a movie with like a dog or something on Disney Plus. That's right. He did, yes. I didn't watch it. Yeah, um, I didn't watch it either. Gosh, what was that called? In either case. Something. Was, yes. it, was it called Dog? No. Uh, there is a movie, I think, out with, <laughs> that's, that's called is, Dog yeah. right now. Um, but that's not it. And the last time we saw him before that was uh, the last Rise of the Skywalker. Mm, yes. Indeed. And um, yeah. he yeah. looked. Yeah. You can tell when someone is... No, don't get me wrong. He's definitely aging gracefully. Oh, sure. And he he does a good job. I just... I feel like it's time to You don't want to wanna remember him being baton. old. Yeah. I was kind of excited in the fourth one because I thought... And I know everybody's like, you know, kind of hot and cold on, you know, Shia LaBeouf. But I was excited because I was like, okay, cool. We're going to, 
transition to the we're new gonna, guy. Yeah, hand the yeah. reins off, and we can kind of get like some new Indiana Jones stories rolling. Because yeah. I like the, um, I like that world. I like that like. It's yeah. It's yeah. self-contained. It I like all that. I want to. I, I would like to see more of it. I don't know if I need like the Star Wars interpretation, where like all of a sudden like Disney just cranks stuff out nonstop. Yeah. But I could do with more Indiana Jones in my life. I would like a um, maybe a new. I wouldn't mind. Oh, we're gonna get five, and then that means I can't get a reboot for a very long time. But at least five years, anyway. But I wouldn't mind a, a newer interpretation of, of Indiana Jones kind of retell the stories from a different perspective and who's your pick for Indiana Jones view uh, uh someone who fits that mold is probably like a uh, and I would probably go younger like really young maybe how he became like when we first meet Indiana Jones he's the professor yeah right so he's done like yeah he was kind of like Middle-aged, early yeah, middle aged. Already. I mean, he wasn't like in his twenties. I don't nah, think. He, he had was, to be at least like in his yeah, in 30s, his thirties, early forties. Yeah, you know, like I don't, I don't want to. Was he banging the college chicks? It was kind of interpreted, and like you remember that scene when I he first met him. Now yeah. that I think about it, but I can't recall exactly how that played. So out. he couldn't have been too old. I don't think he was, but it was in kind yeah. of like. An underlying thing like, like the different yeah. time, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like where where they made those jokes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, not so safe anymore. Cancel culture comes yeah. for us all. <laughs> but uh, I would probably I would want to go younger. Like I don't really know the backstory of Indiana Jones. Like was he in the service? Was he you know? Yeah, yeah. Stuff it's, like that. It's interesting because I feel like it's a character that is so famous and so well known, but really there's only. Like three movies. Yeah. Like the fourth one I know counts, but uh, by the time the fourth one came out, he was like older, infamous. Like he was. Oh, he was Harrison. Like, yeah. 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 But it's interesting to think that like only it only takes three movies to get like, you know, yeah. that much uh, legacy. Yeah. If you will. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I probably would go. Uh, I like the kid from uh, Euphoria. What is it? Lordy? Last name is Lordy, the real tall kid. Mm-hmm. He he fits the mold. Um, I like Chris Pratt, but I feel like at this point he would probably be as old as Indiana Jones is in the first movie. Yeah, Chris Pratt is an interesting character. I like him a lot. I feel like he had a good chance of being an Indiana Jones. I feel like now somebody now I, I feel like now there would it's somebody be, else's role time. I feel like if they put him in that, I feel like people would. I don't know. It maybe it's too expected. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I just feel like people would get a little weird about him being in that role. I feel like they might get a little meh, meh yeah about it. A little meh about it. Uh, uh, I like Tom Holland. I feel like he's a little too short. Well, he's also Uncharted. So yeah, he's in that too. Which I think they'll keep those going, even though you know it didn't get. Did you see highest. it? I didn't know. No, I didn't see it. I wait for it to stream. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a long list for Indiana Jones, but I'm excited uh, for it. Would you go see that in theaters, or is that one that you would like? Nah, that's a that's gonna be a Disney Plus. You let that wait, like yeah. yeah come out later. I, I don't, and I'm a big Harrison Ford fan, but I, that's not one I'm. Looking yeah. At. Did you see the Obi Wan Kenobi trailer? Ooh, I, I made a note to talk to you about that. Okay. Uh, so the gang is back. Yeah. Um, Obi Wan, we see some the uh, we see some some clips of him kind of. Uh, 
watching over young Luke, which is cool, very cool to see. Uh, we see um, the Grand Inquisitor, which is a deep cut for people who aren't, uh, you know, privy to the Star Wars lore. Um, and then Hayden is back as Vader. Yeah, that is that is awesome. Yeah, this that's awesome. This really, and it's a shame because Mandalorian and like Boba Fett, I really enjoyed those, and I think that they are special but this when i saw the trailer for it it felt like oh star wars this is star wars yeah, yeah like yeah, this yeah. is a yeah like it's, it looks like a movie not a tv this show this is what people and i i think what marvel cuz you know what marvel is doing what disney is doing with their comic book properties and the star wars properties is creating a great way with Disney Plus to tell those intersecting stories on a new platform in different ways and really capture all genres, right? Yeah. Like yeah. The Mandalorian is really a, a space... Is, Star Wars is supposed to be space western meets samurai wizards. Yeah. And I feel like what they're doing is really dichotomizing that and breaking it down into those two things and keeping it, keeping elements of it to remain Star Wars, but kind of telling those individual uh, genre-esque stories, like with The Mandalorian being really, really Western. Mm -hmm. And I, now I feel like we're going to really get into the deep Jedi lore of, uh, with uh, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah, seeing him. It, 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 I, I was, yeah, I saw the trailer. It looks good. Yeah, it was, looks so it looks good. good. He looks good. I thought all of the, um, all the actors, like they looked great. I thought it was a, a very, very strong teaser. Trailer. Yeah. So um, I'm excited about that. Um, the, I was, when I was at the Batman, uh, they obviously were promoting Morbius and I know you have some thoughts about Morbius. <clears throat> I do too. I don't really know the character all that well. I'm not as deep into all the comic book stuff as you are. Um, it seems like Sony is really reaching with cash grab bro. with the characters that they have access to. Um, I have never really bought into Jared Leto too much. No, I I I and I like Jared Leto. I just haven't seen anything that blows me away. Yeah. And the Morbius thing, I don't feel like it's going to change that. No. Okay. This is my problem. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. No, you're, you're not wrong at all, buddy. I feel like Sony is really trying to... So it's a licensing thing, right? In order for them to keep that license IP of, the Spider, of Spider-Man, they have to continue chucking out projects, Right? It, it's something that has something to do with the rights and how they bought it. They have to continue using properties of from that Spider-Man. And if they don't, it at, just goes back it up can, for grabs. It or? can go back up for grabs, right? Got you. Or okay. it goes back, it defuncts back to Disney or something like that. Okay. So now they don't have, they don't really have Spider the Spider-Man. The Spider-Man is Tom Holland, and he's in the MCU. Right, but not like not one hundred percent in a legal sense, is he? 
I mean, no. isn't it kind of like a shared thing at this point? Yeah, but still yeah. Sony like owns it. Yes, right. They kind of like lease it out. Yeah. And yeah. they don't complain because they probably get like a huge cut. Correct. Yeah. So with that is, all right, well, Disney's kind of running with Spider-Man. And like No Way Home kind of could really change. You know, we see Toby come back and Andrew Garfield came came yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, now there's multiverse and you know, story wise, they they can make it work. They can use other Spider Men, but the Spider Man right now is Tom Highland. You know what I mean? So to Yeah. They can't they Feige doesn't want to intersect the Sony universe of that, that they got going on with sure. with the MCU stuff. So they're gonna continue chucking out random things just random trash but it's but could sony and again uh, there may not be any way of knowing this but could sony do another spider-man unaffiliated to the mcu i like I, I wonder if they could split that up like let's say they the whole uh andrew garfield and like that whole thing um that came out of no way home obviously a lot of people are excited about that. Yeah. So could Sony come back into the cut and say, we're going to do the amazing Spider-Man. We're going to relaunch that. Or we're going to pick back up with Andrew Garfield and we're going to do Sinister Six and we're going to move forward with all that stuff. We put it on ice and we're going to do it again. I think if you're going to do it, that's the way to do it. Yeah. But. I wonder, I just wonder if they would even be able to do it or does. I think they, I mean, I think they can do what they want. Yeah. I, I just. It's just Disney and Marvel that maybe can't. They, they can't. Yeah. yeah, they can't do what they want. But Sony, they, Sony they, could. they outright own the movie and the movie rights to Spider-Man. So they can kind of do whatever they want. And I, I, if you were going to do it, that's the way to do it. Yeah. But I wouldn't, right? Mm. Like, I wouldn't want to oversaturate the market. I wouldn't want to convolute the stories. And you're making money. You got a Spider-Man. Just let him, let him, like, yeah. just do that. Like, there's other ways. But I could see Sony wanting to oh, hold the bag themselves. Yes. Rather than split it with Disney. And I think what No Way Home did was offer that opportunity. Because if you were to put out The Amazing Spider-Man 3 and do a Sinister Six film, like, if you were to kind of branch that back off, you would have you would bring all the Marvel fan base now with you right back over, yeah. No, and not not that they would like go like, you know, switch sides or something. I'm just saying like they're invested now in a way they probably haven't been invested in the past, and you're kind of riding the Disney train a little bit. And people love Andrew Garfield. Well, that's the thing is I I feel like there's enough money there in that idea and in that concept like to do it to do it. And, and they have all these other characters now that they've kind of established. Like, it's weird. They could kind of do their own little side universe. Yeah. And the, the problem you know. is they're not good at it. Yeah, they've had some <laughs> issues, it seems. <laughs> that, that's the problem. But you could, like, I don't Venom's know. not good. I feel like you could, I don't know. Then, you know, I like, say that you could get a good filmmaker and like you could make it. You all could happen, do it, you know. It's not. It's like it's more of a money thing than it probably. And if is they were a, smart, if they were smart, right? You know, you you got your Spider Man over here. If you want to do this, just partner with the creatives over at Disney. Yeah. And say, hey guys, look, you got Spider Man going. Yeah, but they're gonna have to turn over so much of the cash. I don't. I wouldn't even say license it out so Disney could do it. I would say hire the guys, come over here, yeah. contract it out, 
I don't think Disney would do that. Yeah, fuck I think no. they Those got guys are in house. They got their team like locked in. <laughs> Black suits would come rolling up. Soon but you got an offer in the mail. You could, you could pull out an, an amazing Spider-Man three. Yeah, you, I I think they could. Do you it. could do some. You could steal some of the action from even straight to, even straight to uh, streaming. Maybe even a show. You know something to. You know, like there's no Spider-Man yeah, show right now. I don't now. see them doing a show. They, they, I, two Spider-Mans in I've, the, in the theaters right now would just be, I don't well, know. Well, I'm not saying you do it at the same time. I just, I think there's a window, like you could catch the gap of there not being a Spider-Man film. Like I'm sure there's going to be a few years before you see the new, whatever the next iteration is of the Tom Holland well, Spider-Man. So like if you timed it right, and yeah, truthfully, yeah. like sp- these movies get, produced fairly quickly i understand like disney has a rhythm to it yeah uh but you can you could make one of these movies in a year if you wanted they knocked out a trilogy in five years yeah like four and a half actually yeah and i mean sony has the capital to do it they could do it if they wanted yeah it's just you know back to morbius it's just not unfortunately it looks really bad (laughs) yeah and i don't know what it is about those movies that are like kind of like the b-list superhero movies but it just looks like a video game it it, the whole thing looks like a video game to me and i think they feel like they're flexing really hard on their animation skills it's terrible but it looks really bad i wonder what else i can do like it's like what the fuck it's very cheesy it's it's very very cheesy i'm not into it it's 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 unfortunate for comic book fans it's unfortunate for fans of Spider-Man, period, yeah. that they're doing this this cash grab for uh, this villain universe. And I honestly, I don't want to see these characters with no Spider-Man. Which is what Morbius is, a villain. Yeah, he is a, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes and sometimes not. Like, was he, as a character in the comic book world, is Morbius relatively relevant? Like, is no, he a, is he a... No. He's not. I no. know like Venom is like He's he's relevant to Spider Man. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a comic book maybe in ten years. Yeah. He's he's out there somewhere. I don't, sure. I, yeah, I, he's floating around. He's not relevant at but all. But he's not like a central no. villain or character that's like you know, the fan base is like He's one wanting. of those villains that's like I do bad things because I've been cursed with this. Yeah. Not because I'm a bad person. I got you. You know, and it's like, all right, but what's the point? Sure. Still, there's still, still, there's no point to it. Um, yeah, and and then with Morbius, you know, they just casted. I saw this headline, and I'm sorry, I meant to, I meant to text it to you, but I got so agitated as I was reading it. Uh, they're moving forward with Craven the Hunter. Which is another Spider-Man yes. villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about this. And the headline said, Sony finds villain for villain superhero movie Craven the Hunter. And then I was like, they found a villain for the villain? <laughs> I was yeah, like, what are y'all doing? It's strange. It's a strange way of doing it. I feel like they've. I feel like there are a lot of uh, superhero films or adaptations that kind of take the villain and they're like trying to turn it into 
a protagonist rather than like an antagonist. You just don't. You don't have to. It's like they did it with Loki. I feel like pretty successfully. Like what? everyone kind of like Loki was a villain. Yeah. And I feel like has had, has kind of transitioned. Well, he has that redeeming away factor. From that. Like everyone in kind the of, books, like this happens. Kind of, we to like him. him now. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like Sony's like banking on that in some weird way. Like they want one of these characters to be like endearing all of a sudden, and then we're like going, you know, crazy like, about that. We don't. But it seems like a long shot. Yeah, it's just it's just bad over there. Uh, it's not great. No. I um, yeah, I I can't. I did my homework. I uh, I finished Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, okay. So I watched that. Terrible. So bad. <laughs> it's shocking how bad it was. To be honest. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe it. A lot of cringe moments. Yes. So much of that movie, uh, just was horrible. Yeah, it just didn't. It just the it's it's got some shock value but it's it's still not it's still not i was excited for the the bus scene which is the one scene that, that they, they everybody yeah, kind of talked yeah, about as being this like bad. crazy scene and it was not like it was maybe the better scene in the movie i would say yeah. if you were to like really look at all of the scenes together yeah. it was maybe like the most unique i suppose but none of it, none of it was good. It it was it really fell flat, which it, is super disappointing because I love that character and I think he's I, yeah, great man. I, I feel so like I don't understand how they could screw that up so much. And there was so there was so much hype. Uh, I liked in a the weird concept way for that. I really liked the concept. What there was no pacing. It moved in. It really it moved way too fast. I don't even know what the concept really was. It was it didn't stick to they were saying how this was picking up like after no, the first it one it which it didn't. They're living in like a townhouse and, and like where's the house? Where's and the he's farm? an orphan and they're like in a city square which is how are we how do, it makes no sense. It makes and you know I I knew it was bad when the the very first uh action scene where Leatherface hits the guy's leg with the hammer and it just like bends backwards. It's like yeah. a, I was like, oh yeah, this is I'm not gonna I was already I was already in it, so I couldn't abort. Yeah. And then all of like <laughs> I also really can't stand it when there is like the political commentary that's just so cheap and surface level. Yeah. Like it's it just feels yeah. so lame. Like somebody was like, we're gonna put a Tesla in this. And these kids are going to oh, be like gentrifiers, the worst yeah. children. <laughs> like they're going to be, you know, Yo, such assholes. Yeah, it was. And oh my god, it was just. It had the makings to be a great. The worst. And it just wasn't. It just wasn't. I don't get. I don't get uh, why. I don't, and I don't care about spoiling this. Sorry, guys. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, but I don't get why he cut off his mother's face. And he put on the mother's face. Yeah. That made... Yeah. That so I think that that, if we're being um, accurate to the original, like, Ed Gein story, which is what he's based off of, the character is based off of Ed Gein. Right. I think Ed Gein did some dismembering of his mother and that was like the precipice for his, I guess like mental collapse was his, when his mother died 
he really went off the deep end. That's like what he had like a weird relationship with his mom. And when his mom died, things apparently went like super south and he did some weird stuff with her body. And that was kind of what kicked it all off. So that could be kind of a tie back to that, but I I don't know for sure. And then he propped her up in the woods like that. It's just so much of this movie made no sense. Yeah. It really made a little to no sense. Um, Why would you drive a Tesla to the middle of Texas? Yeah, and at no point was anyone in this, again, seems like ironic, but at no point was anyone like, we got to charge this thing. Where are you going to charge? It's hard to charge them in normal cities. I mean, you're not, where are you going to charge it? Like in the middle of like wherever they were, Texas, like, and there was not even gas out there. I, where were the, there were one, two, three people in this town, Leatherface, his His mother, and and the, the, the mechanic. The mechanic, yeah. Oh, and the two cops. Oh, yeah, yeah, the two cops. Yeah. Like, it just it just made no sense, man. It, it was, really made no sense. That was a movie that had the smallest budget and the worst team associated. Yeah, I'm glad it. it was. It took place on a back lot somewhere that was not being used, and it was not a set that was originally intended for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was from, like, La La Land or something, <laughs> and they were like, we're just going to make it scary yeah, and I think it was from, make him live in this city or something. There was a movie. There was a movie that was like similar to that. And I want to say it was like Kingsman esque, and it looked like the same exact set. Yeah, and I, uh, it it was bad. Yeah, was I think bad. that set was reused. Now that you say something. About um, what about uh, what's that new one on HBO? Our flags mean death. Is that what it's called? I keep seeing that. Yeah, saw no trailers. I have no idea what it is. First couple of episodes are out. Uh, you should check you it out. You it? It's funny. It's good. I like it. Is it what was it? What is it? What's the what's the? Uh, it is so. It's the same like team that does uh, what we do in the shadows. You ever watch what we do in the shadows? Oh, talk to, uh, the vampires. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm yes, all yes, about yes. that. Yeah. I'm so agitated. I felt. I went to lunch. It's all good, man. I got this fucking stain on my shirt. It's all right. And I won't, I'm, I'm uncomfortable myself. It's all good. <laughs> I like keep moving around in my chair. I'm sorry. Like, Change the pillows and everything like 10 times. Um, Yeah, it's good. You should check it out. The first couple of episodes are out. They're very short episodes. Uh, It's HBO, to clarify. And I'm a little afraid. uh, Cheers. Oh, you don't Uh, have any? I have a little bit. You can throw some in there if you want. I will. Um, So they put like, I think the first three episodes out right away, which it seems like somebody listened to my uh, method of watching streaming content. And you think they tuned in? Tuned in. Um, Did they go to Shameless Plug? Did Disney, they go to BadGuysAndBourbon.com? that I wait f- for three or four episodes to come out. Um, HBO is just paying attention instead of them. Oh, okay. But yeah, they uh, dropped like three episodes. They're like 23. They're, they're short episodes. They're like, I think, under a half hour, maybe at a half hour. So it's really easy to watch and get through. I'm a fr- I always I feel like it's going to be one of those things that's like a six-episode season, and it's just going to feel like... Well, pilot seasons are usually like that. Like it's, they're like, oh, let's see how the people react, and then yeah. if they, we get good ratings. And then I won't see it again for another like two years, and I'll lose interest. But anyway, <sighs> God, well, we've been talking for a while. Let's get Already? into. Damn. I feel like yeah, we've been talking for a while. We can get into. Um, oh, one more thing I have here on my phone actually. Uh, I am Legend sequel. sequel. Michael B. Jordan came out. Apparently, pitched a concept to Will Smith. So good, they say that Will Smith has signed on to get uh to this get press run is going to be annoying so <laughs> michael v jordan i remember i am legend Smith. when that was coming out i was 
I was in film school at the time and everybody was like, they thought that was like the new Titanic. They were like also stuck. It was, I mean, it was good. I still, it, it's, if it's on today, I'll watch it. Yeah. And then such a weird, uh, such a weird movie in the sense that there was like the two endings, the ending that they went with like and publicly then the ending, was yeah. like, everybody was like, okay. And then not great. But then they put the alternate ending out yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that was like how they were going to continue it originally. They were like, Oh, well in the alternate and alternate ending, he doesn't die. And this is how we're going to continue the story. Very, very strange how that all played out. I'm, But thoughts on that. That's gonna confuse people, the casual, because my, my, my wife sent me the, the news article, like they're doing this. I thought he died. And I'm like, yeah, but there's like an alternate ending. She's like, I never seen that. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Most people haven't. And I don't know. Yeah. I would have preferred. Although this. A younger. It could be a prequel. Even, that's what maybe. I would prefer. Yeah. A it prequel. might be a prequel. Maybe they. Maybe or a sequel. You know. you know. Maybe. I don't know. Somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would guess prequel. But. I, guess um, they're gonna st- I think they're going to stick with the original ending. And they're just going to do. Like. You could do a prequel. You could do a whole series prequel. Yeah. You don't need to go after the, after the fact. I mean. any I'm. I'm 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 about anything with like zombies and shit. But yeah. I was uh listening. And I think technically they're vampires. Yeah. Right? I was going to I was about to say that. And that was a yeah. huge like issue when the movie came out because their kind of the like interpretation zomb- yeah. was more or less that they were zombies, but, but they're, they're supposed to be like vampires, I think. They're just kind of undead in yeah. in I am legend, which makes you think because of their aesthetics and their appearance that they're zombies and then the, yeah. and then I went and I did a little more research. Come to find out, they're supposed to be vampires in the original yeah. movie. Yeah. And I, so it's like, oh, okay. I, so I'm hoping like maybe this is their chance to like really narrow in on the original concept. Mm-hmm. Maybe they mutate somehow and like are actually like actually become, you know, vampire type. Which makes sense now that you think about it. Like they only come out. At night, and yeah, they act crazy, but apparently, like the 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 lore story, and you can correct me if I'm wrong if you know it, is he survives this cataclysmic thing with the virus, and he goes out killing the zombie slash vampires, and but there's like two groups of them, yeah, like good ones and then bad ones, and he goes out and he's killing the bad the good ones by accident. And the bad ones are like great, like yeah. you know what I mean. Like I don't know the whole the whole layout, but um, apparently that's what like some of them are actually like living, talking uh, in the in the shadows yeah, type yeah, of yeah. Uh, zombie vampires. So uh, I, I'm I'm hoping for more of a um, a fleshed out story of like what they actually are. Um, I mean, Will Smith was great in it, you yeah. know, like the, you know, the, the, the castaway type, I'm, I'm alone. Yeah. Um, I felt really bad when he lost his dog. Yeah. I think everybody was upset about that. So this will be, this is a perfect point to transition. Um, we going back now? We, yeah. Cause we've been rolling for like 40 minutes now. So we'll, oh, spend, great. Okay. we'll spend some time on the Batman. Um, right. we'll get into that. And this is the part where we'll probably, I can't, I'm not going to say for sure, but we'll probably spoil some things. So if you've not seen it and uh, you are planning to see it, um, tune off. Yeah, check or it out. Or go watch the Batman and then uh, 
or what we'll do for this one is um, I can timestamp it for yeah. you, and we'll put the timestamps of what we've talked about in the description. So this episode may take a little longer if I got to watch it before we put it out, but uh, I can do that for you. And then or for our, can I say it? Fans? Do we have fans? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I'm not famous. Many, I don't know how many there are. <laughs> <laughs> but sure, you can yeah. do whatever you want. And then do. people, if you watch, if you're going to watch it on YouTube and in the podcast description, you can jump to the points and it'll show you like, hey, yeah. all right, I'm going to turn it off now because they're going to talk about the Batman. Yep. All right. So, um, the Batman. Let's get into some of the spoilers on the Batman. Uh, how did you feel about the Riddler? Okay. In his, in his character in this. I have to see it again to get this part of it right, but I want to say... He was in the orphanage, right? That was... Correct. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So I think, again, the the reimagining of comic book villains as sadistic serial killers for grounded reality is great, right? Yeah. It's just a... You're just finding a different way to tell the story with these people. And, sure. And that's, you know, and that's awesome. And I think the... the um, I mean, of course, there's there's a lot of similarities to like far right extremists with him. Yeah, um, you know his follower followers on that weird yeah, social media yeah. platform. I thought the outfit was very um, menacing. Yep, I would be like if I'm like chilling, and you know this guy in a leather ski mask face came out I'd be I'd be frightened as I'd be frightened so that you know that sure. did it I thought it, he wasn't necessarily and again this is a reimagining I don't think he was true to the nature of how the Riddler really operates yeah, yeah he's not really a killer yeah you know but you know we're, we're going with the the serial killer uh you know aspect of re-identifying these characters, so that, that I, I thought it was—I thought it was cool. Yeah. I, I didn't have any problems with it. I enjoyed—I enjoyed it for the most part. I would say that he—I feel like he kind of crossed the line into being the Joker a little bit. He was almost there, and so that was a little off-putting for me. I felt like the Riddler was not—and again, uh, there's so many. I mean, there's different interpretations of him, but I felt like they kind of made him out to be a little bit crazier than he. Usually Maybe comes off, yeah. He comes off like, and I guess he was smart and intelligent. I just felt like by the end he was oh like this guy is just kind of crazy and insane and nuts. And I felt like the Riddler was never really that way. I felt like he was a little bit more clever, more, more and clever, like more calculated. Grounded. I felt like the Joker was always kind of that character, even in the end when they meet. They're kind of yeah. when they meet. Um, Spoiler. And they do the Joker reveal, like you they. they really just seem like almost the same person in a way, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So that was, uh, in, that was, that was an interesting piece to it. Um, I thought he did, I thought, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but I think he did an okay job. I think he maybe tried a little hard in the interrogation scene. It felt <laughs> like a little forced, felt a little forced. That, that was, I mean, there were some reveals that were, that helped the story. 
Yeah. But that was probably a scene we didn't need. I wanted to see him. I would have rather had seen him more like calm, cool, and collected. I would have rather him yeah. been more of a- Inverse of like, the Joker. Yes, correct. Yeah. Rather than being like so you know dramatic and over the top. It felt like he was trying to kind of one-up uh, Heath Ledger or something in that moment, just because that interrogation yeah. scene it was reminiscent of the one in uh, The Dark Knight. So it would have been nice to see him be maybe more- Serious, um, more of a uh, more sinister, yeah. Less, less, you know, crazy know, person, yeah. Less comical, almost. Not like he was being a comedian, but like less like Jokerish, I guess is the way I would put it. So I would, I would say that I thought uh, he was scary. I did enjoy the outfit. Um, they uh, were very outspoken about it being kind of a ripoff of the Zodiac, yeah, 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 yeah. outfit in the Zodiac Killer. I thought they maybe. We're a little close in that. When I saw him initially, I was like, oh, it, it, it really is the Zodiac. Like, yeah, that's he's, what they're he's doing. Yeah. Um, even with all the ciphers and all that. And I know the Riddler did like clues and all that, but it, even the, the ciphers were very similar and how he left the cards and yeah. all that was. It was really. It was kind of like watching the Zodiac movie almost, but like with Batman in it. Yeah, um, I had a great description for this entire movie um, and I'll find it before we finish. But I thought it was a, Great um, neo noir detective film. Yeah. Right. It really dug deep into the elements of Batman, especially mm -hmm. an early Batman that we never have seen. And yeah. uh, for people like me who are a fan of the detective comics, Batman, sure. right? Like, this is what Batman. Does, yes. You know yeah, I mean? that like, was that was a big thing for sure. I liked I liked the the minimal technology. I love the angst. I love the 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 the, the visceral inexperience yeah. of Batman. Not to get away from Riddler, but no, it's good. You we, know, I think we wrapped up on that when he is running from the police station and he gets to the roof. Yeah, an experienced Batman jumps sure, clearly for sure. Like. I don't care about how high I am. I have the experience, the totality, and the gear to yeah. flush out any situation I'm in where he gets to the roof and he's like, oh, shit. Like, oh. Yeah, it was, I kind of, I don't know. I felt a little torn on all that when the movie was kind of said and done. Um, I could never really tell where he was at in his, like, Batman journey, I, I suppose. Like, I guess given some of the given some of the experience given some of the situations that you're describing like yes I guess you could draw from that that he was a younger Batman but you never really got a sense of where he was at in the process like I didn't know whether he had been doing this for 10 years did he just start doing this You have to and I don't know if you you may have missed it I may have in the it. very beginning when he's journaling yes uh he says year 2 Okay. I'm I'm only in my second year gotcha. as Batman or something yeah. to that effect. Okay. So then yeah. he's so he's young into it. Yeah, then. yeah. He's 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 a novice. Okay. And you know, for him being a novice, I thought some of the things he had were fairly uh I was gonna say the suit and the technology seemed like it was relatively He had been working on it for a while. That is yeah. true. And on the other side of that coin though the bat bike and the car and all that was, I thought, not not that great. N no, no. I thought they were, I thought they did 
justice for where for the point he was. Yes. Right? That motorcycle sucked. The Batmobile yeah. it needed looked, some work. It looked cool. <laughs> Everything I thought looked cool. It just it wasn't like I don't know. So like and it's tough because I compare everything to the Christopher Nolan series. And in the Christopher Nolan series, Batman was like sexy as hell, right? The mm-hmm. dopest cars. The suit. The dopest Tumblr. suit. Lived yeah. in like awesome spots. Like yeah. made the most of it. And that was kind of, and he was a young Batman. I mean, right. you saw Batman Begins, but I kind of had this understanding of like, I guess Bruce Wayne as being more of a like. Calculated and put together. Yeah. Like Bruce Wayne always seemed like he kind of had like, you know, he was more kind of like a. Tony Stark or something like yeah. he had more to his disposal. Yeah. He had, he was just more like dialed in, even though the Batman thing was maybe new to him and he was still figuring he's that still, out. He's still, well, let's, let's, let's compare. Right. So in Batman begins, he has Lucius Fox and he has Wayne enterprises, right? He's yes, but so does Robert Pattinson in this iteration. Well, because he's at the Wayne Tower. I mean, he obviously has access to those things. He might not be using them yet. He's 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 not using them yet, right? This this or I mean, we don't know that. I do want to know what the suit was made of because they we don't they, know that they they really put emphasis on it being bulletproof. Well, I mean, like again, he was shot suit, at multiple times. The suit very advanced. The uh, cameras in the eye advanced. Like there was a yeah. lot of things. Stuff that I feel like he may have like. He, I don't Stolen, know, if he but he's was, not. He doesn't. He's have not any. making that. Nah. Exactly. So there has to be a character somewhere rolling around at Wayne. Okay. Industries or this is, and I just that, remembered this that is providing that stuff. Uh, my good friend uh, Yo Q, he's a DJ, New York, my buddy. He dialed me into the Year One novel, and in this iteration, Batman has not gone through the League of Shadows. Yeah. Alfred trains him. Hmm. Right? So you can kind of see the differences in, in, in the Nolan and in the Reeves Batman. The Nolans, he's more martial, martial arts. Yeah. Uh, lurks in the shadows where, yes, Reeves Batman comes out of the shadows, but his fighting style is more of a hand-to-hand boxing style, hmm. and that comes from Alfred. Got you. Right? So- um, Interesting. Okay. I'm- I, when you when you kind of put those those parts of it together, and then the story is based off of, uh, it's it's two stories they used right yeah. the year one uh, novel, and the long Halloween yeah yeah right and they kind of you know combine them and you can kind of you can if you the Batman aesthetic they use is from year one and then the the story is the long long Halloween and in the year one. He's he's trained to how to fight, like by Alfred. But he was hitting hard as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like he was he was really. But you know, back to the tech. I don't. I think Alfred's involvement with with his development as Batman is is more than is more there than what's shown. Got you. Okay. Um, I mean, Alfred didn't seem like he was that. I don't know. He seemed like he was cracking codes and he had some like experience. I think that was, I think that was stated. I never got the sense that he was like helping with the tech, but it could be, or like the training or fighting or anything, but maybe it could be. I'm not saying it's not. Did he? We never saw Alfred get out the hospital, right? 
Uh, no. <laughs> they not. had that scene in the hospital, yeah. which wasn't needed. We could have just had a... Yeah, which... Yeah. To circle back to the time length on this movie, there was so much in this movie that was not probably needed. Uh, so many scenes. It was so long. It felt so long. Which yeah. making three hour movies is very challenging. Like, it's disrespectful. It's very, very challenging. <laughs> uh, because like there's like such a fine line of it just being way too long and then also having something that feels like, oh, I, that's three hours. Like I didn't know that. Like when I watch, and you feel differently about Dune, but when I saw Dune, when Emily and I went and saw Dune, it was like, when it was over, we were like, oh man, like it's over. Well, it's visually it's three hours. captivating, yes, right? Yes. That, so you're, that you're, too. you're watching it. It's a big experience. You're like, yo, like. And again, I'm, I'm, I, I had some comments about Dune on sure. a lot of other shows, and I, I, I wasn't, I didn't enjoy it as much as you did because I had no idea what was going yeah, on. Yeah, right? I got you. But visually, I was still stuck in how beautiful it was, right? Yes. Which is why I will be tuned in, and then I had to do more research. Sure. And then, and then, oh, this is just the the setting up of a another part of the story. So yeah. to that point with. Um, with with those those long movies, man. Like this one, and I was gonna ask you a question. This one had lots of, I won't say fluff because it did add to the story, but it could have been flushed out in a smaller way. It, yeah, it was an HBO series that they crammed <laughs> into a movie. Yeah, and it's a shame yeah, to say that because, yeah. like, here's the thing. I love what Matt Reeves did. I love the world and the characters. I really enjoyed all of it. Like it's a very like visceral and like real place that he has kind of built. Like that world that he put together is impressive. Gotham City Garden. And I want to spend time there. Like I enjoy it. But the thing is, is like it would have been best suited, I feel like, for eight hours of like two months. Like over two months, I could have spent eight hours there. Just break it up. And yeah. I feel like it would have played out a little bit better because when you try to like just pile it all into one thing, it really feels a little bit like a, I don't know, it, it's like an endurance thing at the end. To, to, to pump through it. Yeah. And, yeah, and some of that comes from the fact that, you know, it feels, and this is a TV show like quality that I oftentimes, I feel like I recognize, but it felt like they built like four or five sets and they were like, these, this is what we could build. And this is, we're going to spend three hours here. And that's a lot of time. Okay. Yeah, there like, wasn't a lot we of. We were in the club underneath the, the city or whatever. The Iceberg Lounge. Yes, yeah. we were in the Iceberg Lounge like for five, six times. Many times. We yeah. were coming back there all the time. All the time. I loved, before you talk about how many, okay. put a pin. I do love how many times he, he got into the club three different times. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was sick. But go yes. Ahead. No, I mean, <laughs> they're not, again, it's not, it's not poorly done. Like they're cool places and they spent a lot of time fleshing them out. Like they're all very like realized. Yeah. And so they're cool. But when you keep coming back to the same place, like time and time and time again, it feels like something that would happen in a TV show. Like, yeah, oh, I'm going to see real, this more and real more. Real full house. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I might not see it for another few episodes, but I'll see it again. Yeah. Like there was just a lot of those situations, a lot of those moments where I felt like we kind of kept revisiting the same like visual parts, like palette, like yeah. just kind of over and over Iceberg and over. Iceberg Lounge and the Batcave. And you could even, you could even tie that into just like, like the color palette of even the movie, right? Like it's basically the whole thing takes place at night. 
And I, it I had a thought about it. Kind of yeah. becomes a little like fatiguing after a while because you feel like you're constantly and somebody might say, Oh, it's a creative thing, you know, like Batman, the Dark Knight, like always being out at night, everything always happening at night, you know, like it's that's a, when he yeah. does his thing. But it just, you know, I don't know. I felt I, I remember getting to the end of it and just feeling a little fatigued by the fact that I, I felt like I spent three hours in an alley. Um, <laughs> everything was just, you know what I mean? Like very yeah. dark and uh, claustrophobic and uh, rainy. Yeah, rainy. Uh, or like, I don't know. I just watching, thinking back on the Christopher Nolan series, there were like these. There were bright points. Epic. Like there was also like these epic action sequences in scenes that are just I unrivaled. do say that this movie lacked the the action Big sequences. Big you know moments. what I mean? But again, that feels like a TV show thing to me. Yeah. Like we could afford to do a car chase, but not a big car chase. Yeah, just two cars. It's like a minimal car chase. I, the car chase scene was good. And you could say, well, but like, it, yeah, but it's realistic. But yeah, but it's not... <laughs> it is what it's yeah. You're not yeah. flipping a semi in yeah, Gotham. You know yeah, what I mean? No, yeah, like I remember seeing the scenes in the dark night and just being like, This is a this is somebody like spent a lot of time planning out these action sequences. You know, these are big set pieces yeah. and all of this stuff. The Batman does not have that. Bat the Batman was shot on a set and you can tell. And the Dark Knight was shot on locate on location. Yeah. You know, like one one specific scene that stands out to me, there's, there's two actually. The sequence of where uh, Christian Bale's Batman has to masquerade with the uh, the ballerinas to go to Japan and kidnap uh, the accountant, yes. right? Massive yacht, yes. ocean sequence, yes. right? He dives in and yes. then it cuts to him standing over the skyline yes. of uh, inner city. Uh, was he in China? Was he in China yeah. or Japan? Japan. It was China. It was, it was China. And he's standing over the skyline looking at the building, yes. right? Where we got aspects of that with the Reeves where we get him standing over the skyline, but then it's just like, all right. And he just you know, turns and walks away and then we go to the next scene. Like, yeah. When is, when, when does, there was an extreme focus on the actors and yes. not the, 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 the set yeah. and they the locations. They weren't big, like big sequences. Yeah. Like they, it was very, it was, it was much smaller and way more contained. Yeah. It was very contained. And I'll say yeah. it was, it felt like very, it was like a very intimate version of Batman and all these characters. And again, I, I just, it felt like they took a TV formula and kind of applied it to a movie maybe. And it's not to say I didn't like it. I, I thought like, realistically, I thought uh, Robert Pattinson did a great job as Batman. I enjoyed the character. Um, I thought it was probably, out of all of the Batman movies, it's probably the most like beautiful looking. Like the yeah. shots are just incredible. Um, you know, outside of like, again, if you're here for like the big action sequences then the Christopher Nolan one is is going to best it every time. Oh, but yeah. there are some shots in the Batman that are just like phenomenal. Oh yeah. Phenomenal shots. So that was a lot of fun. I thought Catwoman was great. I thought she I thought was, Zoe, yeah. I enjoyed her. Um, I liked looking at her. So she looks great. great. She yeah. looks amazing. And I thought, um, I we, thought they had good chemistry. I thought that was a good like dynamic. I think, um, they did have great chemistry and I think, um, giving Catwoman a backstory 
that ties into uh, Batman's investigation yeah. was great. Yeah. Right? Was- because a lot of the time, you know, like with the Michelle Pfeiffer Batman, I mean, uh, Catwoman, with uh, who's the most recent Catwoman? Um, Selena Kyle. Uh, that's no, that's her name. Um, was it Anne Hathaway? Yes, correct. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Uh, and Chris, in the in the Nolan series, Catwoman's just kind of in the way, mm. right? Just kind of Batman shows up to do what he's supposed to do, and then here comes Catwoman, just kind of yeah. But see, Catwoman in the Christopher Nolan series is already very established. Oh yeah, she she's, has like tech and equipment and gear. She's not wearing a ski mask. Like she's a yeah, very yeah. like she has equivalent technology. It seems like to what Bruce Wayne has access to. So she's obviously been doing this for a lot longer. She's actually, she's an actual burglar. Yeah. Masquerading yeah, yeah. as a, as a caterer. Yeah. Right. But it's still, she, you could have, you could remove her from this movie and it would still be the same movie. Sure. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can remove Michelle Pfeiffer from you the, could say that about a lot of the characters. I felt like there were, there were villains, like various, like kind of like offshoots of villains in this movie that I, again, I felt like they were there to be there, but not necessarily needed. I mean, the movie was really about the Riddler for the most part, yeah. but you have all the other Batman characters coming into play. You know what uh, I mean? I thought, yeah, they're trying to build something here. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It, it wasn't, um, I, I kind of and I I kind of feel like that takes away from it. I don't. When you know going into a movie that this is going to be a trilogy run, it kind of takes away from the takes away the element of the movie being complete. Yeah, I would love just a complete movie, and then being surprised that there's another one that builds off of that. Yeah, you know, it, it just kind of. And that's, you know, that's why it kind of gets a lower grade for me. Um, but yeah, I, all in all, man. I, it was a half hour too long. They really needed to, they really needed to figure out how to cut that down. What was your, what's your number one scene you would have taken out? Oh. Um, I, you know, the whole sequence, and this is going to be weird probably sound weird. The whole ending sequence, the whole like final act, I probably could have done without. I don't think I needed, I don't think I needed uh, the Riddler to be a city ruining, wrecking villain. I kind of like the idea of him being more of a, I'm going to kill these couple of people because I want to reveal the truth about this, about this like criminal underbelly, right? Like I want to just, I want to reveal the reality here. I don't think I needed him to step into the, I'm blowing all the dams and I'm going to try to kill the whole city or wipe everybody out. I could have done without all of that. I was surprised by that. I was like, It felt very, yes, that felt like a tack on situation. And it was like, well, we got to do something big at the end. We can't like, if Batman is going to, if it's going to be an intimate dark, like more nuanced take on Batman. Just let the story be that way. It felt like they tried to like turn it into the dark night at the very end. Like, well, we yeah. got to do something big and dramatic. Very cataclysmic. I, yeah. I got to be honest when they started blowing the city walls down and they were flooding the city. I was like, I don't care about this. And not only that, but like, I don't want to spend the time watching him save these people. Yeah. I would have, I would have much rather him just go to jail. I don't, yeah. And meet the Joker. Yeah. Go that to jail. That would have been better for me. Or, I would have much rather seen a situation where the Riddler presents this and 
it felt very Dark Knight esque, where you gotta save, you gotta save uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, or you gotta Correct. save Harvey Dent. Yeah, it turned into that. And if you're gonna do that, I would have much rather you made it Riddler's version, where you gotta find the puzzle pieces to stop this. Yeah, right. And then maybe one dam blows up, but he saves the city. Now we're in a situation where the entire Gotham smells like shit because yeah. you, it just, it just felt like, I don't know, man. I, it just, that, that part of it didn't sit well. I didn't. Yeah. The, the big yeah. finale just wasn't a big finale. You know what I mean? It and felt, it, again, it, it didn't, it wasn't like the Christopher Nolan, like, Oh my gosh, this is this crazy action sequence. That's just like over the top. It just felt very like safe and kind of in the box. I felt like I'd seen it before, you know, the flooding of the thing. I just, it felt very like, I don't know this. I would have much, I would have much rather seen them get, I would have much rather have seen them get the Riddler in the cafe, send him to prison and then have the big twist be that he went to prison to break out the Joker. Like he wanted to get, he wanted to get caught. caught Yeah. So that he could ultimately like, do that. So like, I would have rather, I would just rather the ending be more small and intimate, like the rest of the movie, as opposed to the big, big dramatic thing. You know, maybe he was working with the Joker the whole time or something. You know what I mean? Like that yes. would have been, that would have been a good payoff. It would have been a cool twist and it would have made the, it would have made the Joker reveal more impactful. Like he was just there. Yes. And you could have had like, you could have, you know, the Joker could have been somebody that was communicating with him on the forums or he could have been somebody that he'd been working with. Or I like the idea of him being like the protege to the Joker. Correct. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the ending of it being that the two of them never get caught. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, I, I don't need the two of them in jail at the end of this. Like just, I don't, and I hate when directors want to give uh, insight to their films. I kind of just, let me be open to my own interpretation of what happened. I don't yeah. need you to, to clarify. So he came, Matt Reeves came out after the premiere. I think he did an interview and he said a number of things. And one of them was mainly that the joke, Batman has already encountered the Joker. Yeah. Which is why he's in Arkham. Yeah. Right. And he goes in and he talks about like, oh, he hasn't he's not the same Joker. Yeah, but like that's I it's, don't know. If he's only been Batman for two years, it's hard to imagine that he catches he the He catches Joker, the Joker. But I don't know. Yeah. That it, seems it seems a lot of like I don't know. He, scrambling. I think the movie I think the movie's gonna do well. I think it turned out well. I think it's gonna obviously yield other Batman. So I think he's trying to like yeah. piece together some like major greater conspiracy. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I don't, as far as what you could have cut out of it, I, there's a lot of things you could have kidnapped or killed less people. Um, like I felt like we were kind of constantly kidnapping DAs and, you know, cops and, you know, you could have done one less of those maybe, or, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. You could have you could have done less of those things. I would have really liked to see Wayne Manor in some capacity. The tower that he was living in felt really like weird, like lofty kind of. I not Bruce Wayne to me. Yeah, um, I I do appreciate how he used the abandoned railroads. That's never really yeah. a flushed out thing with the Batman movies, right? Like. Yeah. Even in even in the uh, you know the Bale uh, in the Nolan series, it's just you know 
he just keeps driving, 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 and then he's out, right? Like he's in he's in Gotham City. Sure. Like with this one, like he was like riding through train tunnels. Yeah, but he yeah. was never, it never seemed like he was really leaving the city limits when he was doing that. It feels like he was kind of just held up at Wayne Tower and that's where like his bat cave is. At the bottom, yeah, he leaves. Yeah. Like it, it, it. No, I know, but the bat cave is in Wayne Tower in this iteration. It, so he does. He doesn't have a home. He never. I mean, he never goes to a to a like a. He just mansion keeps going down. He yes, he's in a city. He's in the bottom he's of Wayne in, Tower. Uh, That's where like him and uh, Alfred have, Alfred are all like held up and doing all their stuff. Well, maybe that's he's in the bottom of Wayne Tower. And then I, I guess so he's like living upstairs in the penthouse or somewhere upstairs. I don't know. I don't maybe, know. Maybe. But the tower gets attacked and there's all, you know, or whatever. And that's obviously where him and Alfred are living. So maybe that's when they go out, they move out to. Maybe. I don't know. Matter. I just, I always think, of, and again, I, it, it is a young version of Batman, I suppose. So you kind of have to take. Yeah. Take he's supposed to be like 22, salt, 23 but, at this point. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens in the sequel. I hope that he gets some cooler tech and I hope that he brings a little bit of like the yeah. coolness back to Batman. Some of like that sexiness back. How'd you like um, Detective Gord? Thought he, thought he did a good job. I liked mm -hmm. him. I thought he was, I like um, Jeffrey Wright. I like him as an actor. I think he's yeah. good. I mean, he's obviously, he got a lot of screen time. So good for him. I think he did a good job. Um, you know, you could have maybe cut some of his roles or some of his at like some of the aspects of, you know, his role, but, uh, know, the biggest probably plot hole around him is his relationship with Batman. Yeah, I don't know why weird. he brings Batman everywhere and every single a, cop has a problem with like it. It's like a crutch, right? I would have much rather him be independently working with Batman to solve the crimes rather than just including him, mm. right? It just felt off for Batman to be walking through a crowded room of cops. You know, it, it yeah. just- Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't mind it as much. I just, I thought it was weird that like, that doesn't bother me. It's the piece of the story where like all the cops have a problem with it, but Gordon doesn't. Like if Gordon is this tight with him and he's bringing him on cases and stuff like that, like it seems like the cops would be either like hip to the fact that Batman no, is around. Batman's here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They all are like so angry at him. I'm thinking if this is the environment that Batman's working in, like this isn't what he would do. Like he wouldn't, he wouldn't hang out. I feel like it, I, there was some dynamics there that I there just were weird. Uh, you know, his value of being at the scene of the crime was clearly shown, which was great. Yes. yes. But I would have much rather. Batman already be there and they not know, yeah, right? The he's in the seat, like he's sitting in the corner of the ceiling, yeah, right? And then they're like, oh, and then he says, uh, oh, it's- Yes, this, that, and they and then, did you know that I mean? with the Christian Bale Batman. There were many situations where he would appear in a crime scene and then disappear out of the yes. crime scene. And nobody knew how or how, like- Well, that was established, yeah. right? And I, I, I'm guessing- this all could be intentional, right? We may see. I'm sure that it is intentional, and I'm probably not giving Matt Reeves a I fair probably, shake yeah, because I'm I, probably I am, not, man. everyone's obsessed with the Christopher Nolan Batman, and we're doing a major comparison it. rather than. I stand by my statements, though. It's a little too long. 
it could have used some bigger action pieces and some more exciting like sequences. And you know, I, I think you could have tried to do a little less. That's all. I don't a little you know, less. A little, little less, less, maybe. Less is more. I thought the storyline was really good, though. I mean, I thought they really, I thought like the whole like you know true crime aspect of it was solid. I thought they tied all the loose ends up. I thought yeah. that was all great. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like I covered everything on. Uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I gave it a, a nice seven. I think my only takeaway is is not takeaway. My only gripe with DC Warner Brothers. The over Batman saturation is that now we have another Batman set in a another isolated universe away from Batman being Batman in the DC universe. Yeah, I. I totally get what you're saying. I'm a 100% there with and you. I feel I like think that takes will, away from him being Batman. I bet you they, I bet you they give Matt Reeves the a keys. little bit. Yeah. I bet you they give him a little bit more runway with this. I think because it's going to be successful. I think people are going to like it for the most part. Yeah. There will be people like, it's not going to be for everyone. Like my parents, I think love the Christopher Nolan series. It's great. It's yeah. like James Bond, but Batman, it's everything's yeah. cool. Right. This is probably a little like dark and grimy and probably a little bit more like, you it's know, real neo noir. This is, yeah, this is like sad Batman. Yeah. So, it is, you know, it's not going to appeal to like everybody, but I think like the hardcore Batman fans will love a lot of what Matt Reeves hey, I, did. I loved a lot of the elements of yes. it. Yes, like I, yes, I would one hundred percent go see the next one, and I'm, oh, I look forward yeah. to it. I'm excited for it. Um, I would have. It's not on the same level as the Dark Knight for me. I think that it, in my opinion, like Batman Begins and the Dark Knight Rises are not the strongest Batman films. I think. Dark Knight sits it's above both perfect, of those. Yeah. I think the Batman is probably a second to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like it really accomplishes a lot of what Christopher Nolan series did not do. It's, you know, it kind of is like a love letter a little bit to Batman and I think to hardcore Batman fans, whereas people probably, some people probably felt like Christopher Nolan's Batman was like a little too polished or okay. a little too, you know, again, James Bond-like. You know what I'm saying? And so- you know, I'm I'm here for the long run. Um, I I would say that I really enjoyed it. I would give it, you know, probably a seven and a half, eight. Yeah, I would say Dark Knight is maybe a nine or ten. You yeah, know? So, yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. I thought it was good. I did not stay for the final thing, the final scene. Um, I had read that it was like a cipher or a co- or an email. It's a, or a um, URL or something. It's you a like go to it and. You know, when, when Batman breaks into uh, the Joker's, not the Joker, the Riddler's um, social media account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the URL yes. of El, yes. El Ratata. Yep. And then you you go to the website. And there's like a cipher there. There's yeah. a, you solve the riddles, yeah. you know. Um, I just, it's just tough seeing another Batman not be included. Like that's the only like thing for me, right? Like, I, and I don't want to compare it to Marvel, but why can't we have this Batman and Justice League Batman? Yeah, I, 
I don't know. That's, I don't, that's I don't think Justice, but like Justice League Batman didn't do well. I don't think it played well. I don't think anybody liked him. Yeah. And no, they've they, like, they, they can't they took, get that part right. They took way too long with the flash. I don't oh, even know yeah. why they're making the movie. I don't like 2024 now. I have almost? no idea why they're making it. Uh, Wonder pushed- Woman was fine, but kind of, you know, fell off a little bit. This obviously the second one wasn't as good. It was terrible. And you know, I, in my opinion, I think the I think the Matt Reeves universe that he has created, while it's only one film at this point in time, I think that is the place. If I were DC, that's where I would put my just money. put put the money there. I would find a Wonder Woman in that universe. Yeah, I would find I would, a Superman in that universe. I would, I would be would, done with these. I would, yeah, yeah, and just go yes. bring would, them into this grimy, gritty. Out of all of those yeah. movies, out of all of them, Aquaman, out of all of those films, the Matt Reeves Batman is the most fleshed out and the most intriguing version of the DC universe that I have experienced so far. That's what I would say. Outside of the Christopher Nolan series, which you were never going to get, you know, uh, you're never going to get a universe out of that. No, you know what I'm no. saying? So I say, take the Matt Reeves thing, give him the keys to it. Let him run wild. Uh, obviously he's not, he can't, you know, he's not going to direct all this of This made me want to see what he could do with actual, like, like with what he could do with Superman. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What he could do. But you'd have to start over with all those characters because all of the, uh, like Superman, Wonder Woman and the flash all feel like Marvel versions of those of characters. those characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Batman in Matt Reeves' version feels very Re- different. Very, it's very independent. Yes, and I like what he's done. I like what he's built. I think it's great. So I would, I would invest in that. That's just my opinion. But yeah, he can expound on it. Yep, yep, yep. All mm. right. Well, that's a long one. It's like an hour and twenty. So that's cool. We'll wrap it up. People will watch it. It's Batman. Yeah.